Okay, so when you're settling in, you're looking a little glum, chum. Something's missing. Something's not quite there. I got a fix for that. You don't need doctors. You don't need prescription pills. What you're looking for, my friend, is a vitamin D fill. Give me a call anytime, day or night. We will get to your house, building, and flood it with natural light. As the days go by, your problems will feel lighter, and I promise the call you made to us will make your life feel brighter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you call in that one? That's, that's all it is. That, no, what's the name we're of the song? Vitamin D Fix. Vitamin D Fix. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Patrick, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, buddy. Um, it's been a long time. It has been. It yeah. has been. I've been trying to get off. You, you've been stuck on the roof been, forever. I've been sick, and I got in a car accident. And I just, oh man, so was it bad? It's been a rough, rough go. Yeah. What was it like last year? Yeah, last year, and then I ended up buying a new truck and stole a regular driveway. My brake, my my uh, ladder racks, everything gone. And then they find like five days later, beat the hell, and they want to give it back. I was like, no, I don't want that truck. Well, they just took it for a ride and they just... Said, well, no, no, they, they, they peeled everything off if it's worth money. You know, the, the brake's worth five oh, grand. Oh, and they you just know, metal left. brake, and then... Really? Yeah, yeah. So they just took everything off it, left the truck. Brand new truck. Middle of the night? Yeah, middle of the night. None of that. They, they parked a Mercedes that they just stole in my neighbor's driveway because the neighbor had a camera on it. They hopped out of that car, jumped in my truck, and took off with it. They couldn't steal the Benz? Was that? They no, they had the bends. They, they were driving that. So I guess if the heat score, I, had to, I, don't, I don't know if it's just harder to get rid of or whatever, but, you know, it's easy to get rid of construction junk, right? So, so that's just a mess, right? And then well, you know, welcome to the show. There isn't going to be any theft going on uh, on the show here. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> the truck will still be out there when I get out there. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm assuming it will be. I'm that's assuming okay. it will be. That's so okay. we got right Patrick on. Snow here from Strictly Skylights. Uh, Strictly, Strictly Skylights Canada. Yeah. Uh, you can reach him at 905-981-5488 and also on email strictly skylights at yahoo.ca. And you don't really mess with social that much. What's that? You don't mess with our, with social media? Oh, not, not a whole bunch. Not a whole bunch. Like I said, I just got kind of re- rebuilding up the brand and stuff. So um, right now we're on LinkedIn. I kind of do my shoutouts there and just trying to get... Yeah, that's where I saw a lot of yeah, your I'm stuff Yeah, I'm doing a lot of like um, more, more business relationships and you know, for residential. So I'm trying to get to the commercial side of things. So um, that's where we're at. We're going to talk skylights. Yeah. Um, I got to do a few shout outs. Let me do a couple of shout outs here. I'm wearing uh, John McNeil Construction is hoodie. Uh, I would say that John and McNeil Construction is probably the one company that has given me the most amount of swag. And I say that as a positive, uh, but he's constantly giving me swag, which I appreciate it. So there's always a McNeil hoodie, tee, cap, something to wear. Uh, So thank you so much, John. I also want to do a shout out to, please forgive me, somebody uh, sent me a book, which is great, and I appreciate it. Uh, The Founder and the Force Multiplier. Um, And I don't remember who it is. So I apologize, but I know that a couple of weeks ago, someone sent me a DM saying, what's your address? And then all of a sudden this Amazon package shows up and it's got this book in it. So please remind me who, who it was that gave me this book so I can thank you and I can call you up and thank you. Uh, but I really appreciate it. Everyone knows that. I'll give that a read and go from there. Um, Maybe if you read the book, you'll realize who it was. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to, to put the, t- the problem is that I'm getting <laughs> too many messages now and yeah, it's yeah. just like... I can't keep up with all of a sudden. So yeah, it's I, just, it. I, I, I have this conversation almost on a daily now that I just, I, I really want to just focus on the show. Yeah. I want to focus on the conversation, the person who I'm speaking yeah. with yeah. and then just get that information out there. But as part of the show, all these things happen. People yeah, yeah, are yeah. sending me things and, and talking to me and asking me questions. And I'm like, this is great. But 
talk about multiplier. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I need this the is multiplier. What you want to win, you weren't busy, right? It's yeah, like, you know, I know. It's I know. always the same thing. You want I'm not it saying it as a negative. I, I am know, not know. saying it as a negative. I'm just saying that it's. It, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say, right? But unleash your voice on the Construction Life Podcast community. Are you passionate about the world of construction, trades, and all things building related? The Construction Life Podcast wants to hear from you. Leave us a review, share your thoughts, insights, and experiences on your favorite podcast channel. Your review fuels our mission to create engaging and informative content for the construction community. Your feedback is the mortar that holds our podcast together. Share your thoughts, rate us, and let the construction community know why the Construction Life is your go-to podcast. Visit our website and check out the nearly 500 tradespeople and construction professionals listed on the site. Connect with all of them. Check us out at www.theconstructionlife.com for additional content, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and valuable resources. Dive deeper into the construction world with articles, guest profiles, and more. Follow us on Instagram at TCL underscore The Construction Life. Follow us on TikTok under the same handle and tweet us at TCL Construction. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, check out our link tree, and find exclusive discounts for listeners. Link is in the IG bio. Join the conversation on Facebook, the Construction Life community. Let's get into the world of skylights here. Right so, bless you. <laughs> so, I know that um, there's lots of brands here in Canada. Yeah. I want to get, first of all, I want to let everybody know that has heard the show. I, I'm a huge fan of skylights. Yeah. I don't care if uh, you start having the conversation about tunnels and it's a bad source and heat loss and all this yeah. other crap. And I'm like, if you put a skylight, a vented skylight in your dwelling, you're going to use your AC unit less. Absolutely. Which means Absolutely. that you're using energy less. Absolutely. Whether it's a I heat pump AC that. or not, I yeah. don't give a shit. But I leave it open all year, like all summer long. You want I leave the fresh air. A crack. You want the fresh yeah. air. You want the fresh air. And not only that, the AC is, is a denser air, so it's, it settles in. But it gets pushed up to it's the not second a healthy, floor, it's so not, it's you not get to sleep better, right? So yeah. you get about a three three degree difference in the top floor. So let we'll get past that, and all the homeowners that are listening, listen, just spend the time and money and effort yeah. to get a skylight. And also, uh, I mean, we'll get into it in the show, yeah. the the positive mental effects of daylight absolutely into your home and on your person. That's right. Are huge. Yeah. Absolutely. Huge, you know, much better than artificial light. Like, like workplace like this could really benefit from it. You know, anybody that's sitting around or standing around on computers all day, it's just, it's huge. You, like I say, it's just, it's, you wouldn't think it, but it's, it's massive. Yeah. Why did you get into, like, did you start in Skylights or did you start elsewhere? No, no, I started, um, well, when I moved up here, I started with uh, Skylights Unlimited, Dennis over at Skylights Unlimited. And um, he was great. He taught me tons. And, you know, as you progress and you move on and, you know, you get better, d different ideas, basically, as you get be better at what you do. Um, you know, we just parted, parted ways, and, you know, we're still really good friends now. But um, I was with him, and then I went over to, I was working in a, a bit of commercial construction. So I just basically moved up with a pickup truck and a school bag and said, all right, you know what, I'm broke. And that's it, you know, 19 or 18 years old. And it's like, okay, so I crashed somebody's couch for about two weeks and then got my own place, but... Um, they used to call me Portuguese Pat because I just worked so much. So it was just work, 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 <laughs> right? So <laughs> it's all over the place. So, yeah. So that was my nickname. And, um, yeah, and like I said, I would just have a job, skip it. You know, next guy would offer me more, I'd go there. And the old man told me, he's like, you know what, just don't be loyal to these guys that are paying you $10 an hour. Just, you know, move on. Anything that looks better, just take it, you know, drop drop a hat. So, well, why was he saying that? He was saying it because to learn more? He was more? saying it just, just because of, you know, 
when I first come up here, I was just a laborer, just doing whatever, and, you know, if I got offered more. So I just kept applying for different jobs and different jobs. And then I found a job where they would actually teach me, like at Skydance Unlimited, teach me basically a trade um, or sort of a niche market. I was kind of looking for a niche market. You know, everybody's doing basements. Everybody's slapping How a roof How far on. back are we talking about here, Patrick? Like we're talking, I moved up here 2000, actually New Year's Eve 2000. So, okay, so a good chunk of time. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, even back then, it wasn't, like, skylights were not always on the conversation regarding our project because everyone always thought it was a really expensive item. Yep. If you think it was expensive then, uh, you want to oh, take yeah. a look at the retail <laughs> price now. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more. And I know that recently because I installed one. Um, I paid, it was a 4 by 4 vented. Yeah. V-Lux. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one I paid, I'm, I'm probably going to go here maybe 2009, 2010 kind of thing. I paid maybe 12, 1300 bucks for it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, fast forward 10 years later, I bought the exact same one. 23? Yeah, it was twice the price. Yeah. Twice the price for the exact same I unit. found a price guide actually from 2005 from Velux. And that's when I think when they first came out. And the biggest one was selling for like a couple hundred bucks. And I was like, oh my God. And the increase just... Whoa. But, you know, they're just keeping up with the Joneses. Everybody's kind of at par, right? So everybody's just checking out everybody else's price guys that are like, oh, they went up. Is that bucks. what they're doing? They, they went up 100 bucks. They went up 100 bucks. Well, they're almost the same. Like, well, like, the sizes are all very similar. You have to They have to be similar. The because rafter, it's going by the yeah. code, right? So it's going by, it's a 30-inch skylight, so that's a one rafter cut on a hand-cut roof, right? Yeah. So, you know, or you got a 24-inch or 22-inch, so that's for trusses, right? So it's... It's for the, and then the Europeans are a little bit different, right? So that's why we don't buy the European windows, just just the roof windows from there. So, well, they, the they Europeans like, are a little bit ahead of us, right? Yeah, yeah. When it comes to these units, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like like their units, their roof windows, like Velux's roof windows, they're top notch. I love the roof windows. Yeah, like yeah. The ones that flip open, to pivot yeah. open, and stuff like that. Yeah. But those are mainly just European, right? Like it's just I put a lot of them in, um, but I don't know. People just don't. They're made here, aren't they? No. Where are they made? Um, the roof windows are made in Europe. No, but the actual skylights themselves from Velux. Uh, they're made in uh, from Velux. They're made down in the states somewhere, Greenwood or somewhere. Okay, yeah. all right. It's I in the states. They're, they're not made here. in Canada. Okay, all right. Yeah, so they're so, all they're so the, the factory down here is the main factory for them. The one in Oakville here. Yeah, yeah. So, but they don't produce any product there. No, no, no. They don't. just ha they store it. They ship. They, it, they, they just store it. and ship. Store and ship. Right? But they don't bring any of the European stuff in here. They do. They do. So they're you doing it now. You know, so it's in a boat and. Know, gets brought over so so they have a very similar product to this or pr60 it's yeah so you brought a little sample which but i love seeing yeah. it and so the, but this is from luminex right luminex yeah yeah so like there's a pr60 roof window so it's a modular system so um so you can take the capping and stuff off it's all magnetic this so looks like you can walk on it what's that this looks yeah, like you can, this I, looks like I, it belongs i never mission, ever mission advise people to walk man. on it but you know you, you no but it does, I, i'm looking at the cross section here yeah. and just the structure associated with yeah. it don't worry it's so good uh, the cross section of it, uh, it looks strong, man. Oh, it's very strong, very very strong. What's it built? Like aluminum the, or is it all like you have your air spacing there for your for your argon gas and yeah, krypton gas, whichever you go with, right? Triple so, pane. What's that? It's triple pane. That's there. There's triple pane, and I believe it's triple laminated, like a laminated pane. I'm not sure. So it's heavy. That little, just pick that little yeah, piece up. Like that's only a little tiny piece. It's insane. Right. So. And then you can do the capping. Yeah, well, that's their capping there is to show, like, a lot of people don't like them bolts showing on the other side. So that there's a capping that comes, you know, just to cover it and pretty it up, right? Some some architects don't like that look of the I bolts. Mean, look at this. This is basically two inches here. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. So, 
And I have another cross-cut, uh, like a corner-cut one of their, um, well, it's almost like their curb-mounted system, but, um, you know, I can fit my, almost fit my hand in between the panes of glass. It's, it's huge. And the glass is so thick, but um, like I said, I don't have any particular specs on it, but um, they have a really cool YouTube channel, uh, Luminux, so Under check the name? that out. And then also that... Uh, yeah, no, you brought me a booklet, too. I'm going to yeah. flip through on them as well, Natural Light and Architecture. Yeah. I mean, I guess the first thing is, um, have the clients... Got rid of the stupid question of like we don't want a skylight because it's going to leak. Well, they don't call. Well, that's that kind of <laughs> they saying, don't call. You know, yeah, yeah, well, it's <laughs> like saying I don't want shingles on my roof because they're going to leak. Well, yeah, that's just it. And I tell everybody, the same it's thing. the way like, it's you know installed. What? I, could take, I could take the crappiest skylight and make it not leak. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just what is it going to look like in ten years time? You know, it, like Velux and Lumilux and you know the, the quality stuff, Facro, all these guys that that are the main names, I should say. Those are there for good. Like they're thirty years later, they're still good skylights. You know what I mean? So it's just what breaks down, Patrick, on a skylight. What potential well, on a vented it, skylight? What potentially could break down? Yeah, it's just on a vented skylight. There's not a whole bunch. You know, like I said, I tell everybody, you got a 30 year skylight there. It's like a door. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just wear and tear. Um, but usually, it's just your seals and stuff like that. That's go. what I was gonna say. It's usually it's the gaskets, seals, right? You Which you any, should be inspecting every yeah, season. Yeah, anyway. if you see any fog or anything in between, or yeah. any haze in between the panes and stuff of glass. But you know, as far as it leaking, leaking. It's it very can't. rare. If it's installed properly, like it's, it's usually an installation problem. Like 99% of the time, it's that step flashing system. Somebody did it wrong. Even on the really lowest slope roof, the way all the units are designed, rain mm-hmm. will cascade away from it. Yeah. So the only way that it leaks is... Well, it will, but if there's always water shield and stuff and you get a wind-driven, you know, you can get it... And get yeah, but there's also a lot of these units I know from Velux because I've only installed Velux units, yeah. is there's certain drip applications metal oh, yeah, fabrication yeah. so yeah. it's like even if you have horizontal driving rain mm-hmm. coming at it mm-hmm. it may get into there but it actually wicks its way out of the that's unit if eventually they, if they install it properly yeah. yeah that's what i mean like i said if a lot of guys will go in there and not use ice and water shield they'll just put it on there no see that's you know what what I mean? membrane. So, like you see you, you open so it up like you get bare sub uh you know yeah. roofing yeah. uh so, uh plywood on it or whatever yeah. osb yeah um your membrane is like yeah. you have to start with a membrane i know I know, but a lot of guys don't. And if they do, a lot of roofers, what they'll do, they bring it up to it, and then they cut it around it, and they don't bring it up the skylight. It's like, what's the sense of doing it? Is, is it true that, um, I think when I did my very first unit, I was having a conversation with Blue Skin, with Henry. Yeah. And they told me that the roll of white that comes with the installation kit from Velux uh-huh. is the same membrane as Blue Skin, but it's just not blue. It's white. Is that true? I was probably, told that it's, it's probably very exact similar. Same it's probably membrane. very similar. It's not, yeah. it's not the exact same. Because blue skin, depending on what kind of blue skin you get, um, a lot of it you got to spray. It. You got to do a spray. Yeah, you got to prime it. You got to prime it. Peel it. Stick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So then, the, just recently, they came out with their own self adhesive, you know, blue skin as well, sticky okay. stuff, right? So, contractors, it's time to empower your business with Shelter Tech implementation. Shelter is offering a free meeting to tackle your biggest pain points head on. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you. Solving your pain points, streamlining your processes, making your workday smoother. Here's the scoop. There's a $15,000 digital adoption grant available and Shelta is an expert at helping you secure it. This isn't just funding. It's your stepping stone into a new era of digital efficiency. By your second meeting, you'll get a tailor-made company playbook, a software prototype designed with your input, project tracking, real-time budget management, and daily logs all integrated into a single app. It's tech that works for you, not the other way around. Shelta isn't just offering tech, they're offering transformation. 
Join the community of 93 subcontractors who have already stepped up their game with Shelter Tech. Two meetings, countless opportunities. Ready to make a move? Visit Shelter.app. Let's pave the way to a smarter, tech-driven future. Shelter Technology, custom tech solutions for the modern contractor. I, I'm not really sure. Like, this is years ago, yeah, they told yeah, me, right? And I know, I know a lot of products are repackaged just yeah. for other brands yeah, and things well, like that. Like even yeah. I learned with Mepay with some of their thin sets, they're all repackaged. Well, for a lot of the power end. tools too. Are, yeah, you know, exactly they're all owned by the same, same guys, just, you know, Black yeah. & Decker, DeWalt. So I just yeah. figure, yeah, sure. I mean yeah. like Velux or even Luminux. Velux, they're a big company, right? So they're not probably, a membrane company. They, so they then, probably own their own yeah. deal to do that. I would think, you know, to... Well, everyone knows even with the, the early days of Schluter when they had Dietra Heat, the cable, yeah. that cable belonged to New Heat. It was their cable at first until yeah. they came up with their own cable yeah. and then they put it in. So maybe it started off as a blue skin aftermarket product that yeah. wasn't blue and then all of a sudden Velux or whatever else decided to make their own membrane. And yeah, that's right. That's well, all it is. Well, but the point like, is use a membrane. It's like anything if they're doing enough of it like they, they buy out companies all the time right so they buy out like um fasco profasco and a few other commercial ones um instead of building their whole commercial brand they're like oh you know what these guys are making a solid thing they go and they buy it and then they try to integrate it and you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't for them so and they do well i imagine a lot of the big companies do it what's what's the number one reason why a client wants a skylight what do they tell well, you i i think a lot of it is you know, it's aesthetics. It's more of a wow factor. And it's like, you know, if you're into that, that type of neighborhood and stuff, you know, y you got to go by who you're dealing with, right? It's just, and the dollars involved, you know, so some people just want it for natural light. Some people want it for that, for the benefits of it. Very, very little come in and say, you know what? I would love to feel better in the morning and I'd love to feel better throughout the day. Um, but, you know, a lot of the times these homes now, they're, they're built off. So there's no, windows on the sides you're not allowed to have windows against the houses right so if they're too close so they're literally pitch black to get their bedroom doors you know closed so it's know, the only place you can get natural in. light at that point right that, yeah yeah so. i mean the homes are so narrow and long yeah sure you got front windows you got rear windows but you got yeah. no light on the sides so yeah, I mean, yeah your only option are skylights yeah, no, no, that, you know if you have your kitchen or whatever in the front and then you know the, the sun passes by your house you know, it's pretty well pitch black. It's right? done so. at that point, right? Yeah. But uh, so it, I, I'm assuming that the skylight market has grown. Oh, definitely yeah. in the last because oh, of the funny sure. years that we had recently. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was like cooked up in their homes and realizing how dark it is. Yeah, and they're, well, yeah, like it they're was, waking up in the morning, starting their work day at home, turning really lights on, and they're keeping COVID. lights on all day long. Yeah. Yeah. It got really busy during COVID. I don't know if it's just because of everybody saving up their vacation money because they weren't allowed to go anywhere or what, but, you know, we were getting a lot more calls. They started doing some Google searching and realizing that all of a sudden yeah, yeah, having yeah. a skylight and the benefits of skylights. Yeah. No, not only that, and, and the resale for the house and stuff like that, just a brighter home is a more inviting home, right? So, you know, whether or not it makes it more valuable, you know, that's always up in the air. They always, oh, well, what's it worth? I don't know what it's worth. It's worth what somebody pays for it. Yeah. But if they come in and they say, holy shit, you know, like that's, that, that's amazing, right? So, well, then it's worth something, right? So... So who's, um, like, I'm familiar with Velux's controls and the way it's all set up, hardwired. Yeah. Uh, everybody now, I guess, is getting into solar. Um, yeah. Yes. So the, the shutoffs, right? Because that was always a big question probably 15 years ago. It's like if the power goes out and it's open yeah. and it's a powered unit, how are we supposed to close it? Mother yeah. Nature's going to get in. So then they came up with, and I'm sure other people came up. And it works really well. Like, the rain sensors really work well where yeah. you literally just – you know, wet your finger and touch it, and it starts to close on automatically yeah. on it. No, no. So yeah, no, that system there works good, and Velux also has a backup system for the power. So basically, 
you got to wire it in when you're wiring your house up, basically. You stuff it into the wall or whatever. So it's just a backup battery power. So the power goes out, and you still have power to your skylight. Okay. Right? And then the solar power, obviously, I kind of try to upsell the solar power all the time. I don't get into wiring, for one. Um, and then also, you know, it's, it's always working. It, the power doesn't go out. Yeah. Right? So, and then if there's a glitch It has it, a battery backup. Well, it has a battery the, the, storage. There's a battery in it, so we store it. As long as yeah. it's stored, it's good for like 100 up and downs, right? So you could sit there and go... Up, 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 before up, it gets replenished. Before, before it dies. Really? Up, that right? many, so, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, but that, that, that's what I was told. No, no, but that but seems like... Yeah, that's great. It's, it's perfect. a lot. It's a lot. So now you don't have to worry about the hardware. No, no. And then, like I said, even the odd time your, your remote might be glitchy and like doesn't sync... It's not reading your skylight, you know, and if it's open... All you take is a tennis ball, you whip it at your skylight, because it goes off a of vibration now. Your brain sensors don't go off of wet. It goes off of uh, acoustics. So any kind of this, like if you touch it, it'll set really? it off. So if a raccoon's up there and it touches your skylight, it'll close. So all I do is tell people, take a tennis ball, whip it at your skylight, and it'll close, and then it closes, right? So, or take a Even the older units? No, no, just uh, the newer, like the newer brand. So, so they don't have the rain, se- rain sensor anymore? They, they do have the rain sensor. But so, it will but, close but it if there's like, some... So a mist won't set it off. It's got to be rain. It's got to be like this. So why did they do the vibration? They switched... I have no idea why this... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no, no idea why they switched it, um, but it, it just got switched over, like I said, to that. And then, no, you because know, you bring up a good point about I, the mist, right? Yeah, so I always is... have that same conversation with every every client. As soon as, you know, they get that mist, the first time it rains, it's misting. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, it's getting into the house. Like, oh, just just relax, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, know, so it's mist. It's mist, so... Um, and like I said, I kind of like the vibration idea. Yeah, no, no, I, I like it too. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to test. Because you, know, you could totally hear a squirrel or a raccoon oh yeah, when yeah. they run over a yeah. roof, especially if you've got vaulted ceilings. Yeah, that's right. You'll hear it. So if yeah. they walk on your skylight, yeah. then that's going to cause oh, yeah. it to close at that point. Yeah, like even like if I'm building the tunnel up and we get the skylight on, we always open it. Like I'm always trying to sell the opening skylights, um, whether it be for, you know, Factor or whoever, but it's. Um, it, it makes my life easier. I open it up, I'm able to work, and I'm not sucking a hot attic, right? Doing all the framing and insulate. It's, it's, it's always a, a greater benefit. It's always a better unit, in yeah. my opinion. The problem is that, uh, I mean, this is just capitalism. The companies know that, so they charge a premium for that unit. It is expensive, man. It's it just, like, I, I know technically speaking, it's not that much more involved to have it open and be yeah. operable. Yeah. But the problem is, it, I think they're just capitalizing on the on the health benefits associated yeah. with it because there's major health benefits and yeah. energy efficiency. Yeah. And I've seen it in person. Yeah. I totally have seen it um, because all your hot air gets trapped in your second yeah. floor. Yeah. So you got an opening and all that hot air is going to escape. Yeah. Then it's benefiting your home. You're not turning on your AC. You have cleaner air in your house now, yeah. not AC air or furnace air or whatever kind of air, right? You have natural air. So then they just go, you know what? We'll just charge this much. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you either want it well, or you the thing don't is, want one, it. one thing I liked about Luminox, a buddy came up from the States, Ross, came up to visit me and show me all of what, what they had and stuff. So their unit is actually, um, it's it's the same unit, basically, whether it be their fixed ones. It's not this particular brand that's shown here on, on the show. Um, but they're sort of their curb-mounted units. It's a matter of just bolting up a mortar to it. So he said it's barely any extra. It's like it's it's it's, it's minimal, minimal extra. That's it's not like figured. it's not like it's tripling the price of it, right? So um, I was like, that's great. That sounds fantastic, right? So um, so we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I got a few things being priced out now from Vancouver, and um, hopefully down in uh, where else? Uh, down east somewhere. Somebody was calling me about it, so. Where they, um, they're made in Germany. They're in Germany, yeah. yeah. 
So. These Germans, you know, they know a thing or German two. German engineering, man. No, they Way know a thing or two, but I mean, it's top quality. It's like, it's seriously top quality, right? Yeah. No, but I mean, like we said earlier, the, the Europeans just have a different mindset because you do have a lot of dwellings that are jam-packed together. A lot yeah. of them are well, they have a lot side more by side. Areas, They're right? row homes, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you have no light on the sides. Yeah, yeah. No, that, like I said, it, there's no attics that are dirty. The attics are all living spaces. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, it, everywhere in Europe, right? So... That's why the roof windows are so popular over there. Flip open windows, right? Because you have access to it. So let's get into the construction, Patrick. Because uh, I know that every manufacturer has a variety of sizes, and they have the they have the the go to sizes that are designed specifically for truss dimensions, which is basically what is it twenty three and a quarter uh, mm-hmm. when you're putting twenty four on a center. Yeah, so, or something yeah, like that. so you got to do twenty two. And then you're clear, hoping basically. that rafter was put in on a Monday, not on a Friday. Yeah, that's right. So it's that's exactly right. the, yeah. the space that you need. Otherwise, yeah. you might have to do a that's little right. bit of finessing yeah. to get it out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, once you get a client that wants to get that odd number, now you have to cut a rafter, cut yeah. something, right? To, yeah, to yeah. make the accommodation. Then that's you got to right. do your header and your yeah. all your studs at that point, right? That's right, yeah. So all depending on what you're doing, you know, like I always try to upbuild it, everything, like just overbuild it. You know, I've seen enough plans. I've seen enough, you know, drawings and stuff that, you know, and I know what they want and then I just, I, I add three inches to it, right? So it's just, if I think they want a two by eight, I'll put a two by 12 and it's just, just to, for the sake of $5 support, might as well. You run it wall to wall anyway. It's it just, might as um, well. It's, it's simple to me to, yeah. to to just make it stronger and just not to worry. I walk away and just we're done. And nothing will ever happen to that. Like I've gone to a place before that where I lost a job. Somebody else got the job. I get a call two months later. I go back and this guy had sunk in his house as he chopped out like five trusses and he didn't resupport it. I go in, in the corners. He's got the corner, the corner framing done up with pieces pieces of wood so this guy didn't know how to do structure no, he didn't know how to do anything right so i was like well listen you know the price i gave you before is not the price now like i can't no you gotta fix i gotta fix this now right before i just had to build it now i gotta fix it why did the homeowner go with him because he was just cheaper sell, than you sell price man how much of a price of it do you know i don't know i don't know he, it was substantial because usually like you know it was a few hundred bucks or if it's five percent or ten percent i'll i'll work around it but you know, I just, and anybody that comes with a crazy number, I just tell them, listen, just make sure you get a bucket. It was apples and mangoes. Yeah, there, sure but but why, didn't, why didn't it, like, why didn't the homeowner realize that this wasn't right? What's that? Why didn't they realize uh, that this wasn't I, right? I now he has know, to go through this head. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's a blind eye. Most people, like, even when I'm in doing their jobs, like, I don't see the clients ever. I walk in, I meet them, I tell them where it's going. They say, great. They go to work. They give me a key. And a week later, they got a skylight. It's done. And then they look at it. It's like, okay, yeah, it looks good. It was a. It's it's one of the jobs that. um, It's the weirdest feeling to cut a hole in an existing structure Mm -hmm. that's already waterproofed, right? Yeah. And then have this hole. Yeah. And then, all the time over your head, shoulder, you're like looking up at the clouds, wondering, okay, is the weather just going to turn at some point? Yeah. yeah. You're worried, right? There's always stress and worry and anxiety attached to it, right, to the install because you just don't know. Yeah. Right. But until you get the unit in there and then you start to seal it with the membrane, yeah, yeah. at that point you're less stressed. That's right. Everything's fine. And now you can flash it and then yeah. we asphalt and put yeah. it all together. Right. And um I, I like both units. I like curb and I like deck. I, it depends on which one it is. But yeah. I know that the roofers love the deck. Not the deck, sorry, the, the curb, curb mounts. The curb mounts. Because yeah. they just drop them in place. But the problem with the curb mounts, I guess you gotta be frame bang on perfect, right? Well, the curb mounts, you know, they, they don't have to be perfect. You know, it can be a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller, yeah. you know, and then, but the problem is it's not finished. It's not a finished product, 
right? So the deck mounts a finished product, and then you got to drive all up into it. Yep. Um, but at the same time, you know, to pull a, an old deck mount off and put a new deck mount on, they're just always a little bit different, right? So you can't just kind of slide it right in place. You got to finagle yeah. the drywall yeah. a bit and do that. So like my preference is a deck mount just because it's more aesthetically pleasing. When you I look up so. at it, it's got a nice wooden finished frame to it. Yeah. You know, whether it be finished natural wood or painted or whatever. Um, it's it just looks better. Why is it that Facro? I remember asking Facro when they first came into the market. They only sold them as natural wood. They still do. So they don't even offer white. They don't offer white. They don't offer white. It's natural wood. I've but never met a client that just wanted it, natural wood. But it's wood. lacquered like five coats over. I know, they, but all your trim and everything in your house mm, is white. Or I know chantilly I, lace. They don't care. <laughs> so they still keep it bare. It's exposed wood. No, it's not. Like I said, it's got five coats of lacquer on it, like a, like a sealant. So it's um, it's almost like glass. Like to touch it, it's so. I know, but it doesn't go with the rest it of the go home with it, but, trim package. But that their white, that their white trim that you're looking at, it, it'll absorb moisture. Their their frame won't. Oh. So the white is just a primer. It's just a primer, and eventually, if you get it, say in a bathroom or a kitchen or a high humidity area, your corners are going to blacken out, and you know, unless you keep painting it and doing whatever to it. Like, keep it on top of it. But these other ones here from Vacro, you don't kind of do that. You know, it's just, boom, put it in, and that you can just spray with a hose all day long. Yeah, I know, but it was just like I never, and it was always that honey color lacquer, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Just, no, no, I know what you mean. Even so, if you got I, I don't even know. Like, I tell people, you know, you could probably give it a scrub down with, like, a soft, like, um. I'm sure paper. you can paint it, but the thing and is you you'd paint have to it, paint it, and you got to prep to paint it. No, yeah, you got to really got to properly prep, done. You really got to prep because you, most of them are pop open or flip open, so you got to open it on a hot day or pop it out hot day. Do it all up. Make sure it stays nice and dry while it's drying. And you cannot close it until it's dry. Because once you close it, I've had people close them, you know, semi-dry on the seals. They sealed. Tears the seals all apart. Yeah, I know. So. I know. Yeah. They don't realize that, right? Yeah, yeah. We've had that happen on one job. And it was actually bare wood units. And, yeah. and they were very high-end units. Yeah. But we were doing all the sealing, getting it all prepped. And then we assumed everything was dry. But then we closed the units. And then by the next day, they were like sealed shut. Then it became a hassle to open them up again. And then we had to oh, reseal yeah. it again. Because oh, yeah. wood yeah. just reacts differently yeah. when it comes to the sealing side. Yeah. Totally. I know. Um, the, I want to go back to Velux. And it just, uh, when everyone started getting app enabled. Seeking top tier windows? Look no further. Payne's Window Manufacturing is the ultimate choice for custom builders, contractors, and homeowners. Visit www.pains.com now to experience the pinnacle of quality and customization. Get your instant custom quote today. Elevate excellence with us. Plus, enjoy nationwide shipping across Canada and the U.S. Which is all great. Mm -hmm. Now your whole house can be controlled by your phone and you can have all yeah. these apps connected to everything. Yeah. And Velux started introducing that. Is Luminux introducing that as well? Because the remote is nice, uh -huh. but the remote makes me think I'm, it's 1980 and I'm watching cartoons, right? Like uh -huh. the remote is designed poorly yep. the aesthetic of it functional makes sense yep. to get into the command center and try to figure out some programming and, and pair yep. and stuff like that it's a little bit of a challenge not difficult though it's just ugly so now you want to get into the world of apps and just yep. use your phone but then as soon as you inquire about that they'll tell you the price and you're like okay well i'm stuck in 1980 now i'm going to continue using the remote because that's yep. an expensive detail to because you got to put a, um, a router or something like that well you got to put a a sensor, there's a sensor yeah. package you buy for another $300 or something that goes up in the corner of the room or whatever, so it reads humidity, reads whatever else in the room, and then it'll open or close it by itself or it whatever else. Up. It's like, you know what, like, it's just, when's enough, enough's enough. <laughs> like, it's the sky, right? So it's... Like, are these guys, what do they have for functioning? These for guys are more for, like, um, 
like I said, I'm, I'm moving more towards a commercial side yeah. of things. So these these guys are more so they get modular systems. They have circular skylights, the like glass skylights, which I don't think anybody else has in glass. Cir- really? Yeah, circular. So um, they're they're pretty cool looking. Um, so most of their stuff is for bigger buildings. Like like this is the PR sixty. It's called. So it'd be more for like so larger spans. So they can do like a hundred foot span, and they send you a kit to do it with. Boom, because they're, they're they do composites, so their main business is composites. So they do RVs, they do this and that and the other thing. Um, so they'll build your I beams, or they'll get your I beams built. Obviously, they won't build them for us because they would, but there's no sense you just get them done over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why ship them over, right? So, um, but like I said, I'm, I'm I'm just new to their world, so I'm just kind of learning everything. But and they're just tapping into the residential side. They're of just tapping into kind of everything. Well, they're just tapping into North America, so. And the biggest thing I seen was they were kind of growing during COVID where everybody else was kind of halting back. And then they were like, okay, let's take this country now. Let's go over to here. Let's go over to here. And then they hit the States and um, they weren't planning a market here. Yeah. They weren't weren't planning on hitting Canada until 2025. So um, there's, there's a home that I drive by when I'm going to a specific uh, bakery that I frequent once in a while. And I like what they've done at the center point of the house. It's a very symmetrical home. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's a ridge roof, four sides, yep. and they threw um, um, a square turret on the very center, okay. and so it's, it probably goes up about two feet, yeah. and then there's a skylight on the top, and then there's windows all around. Okay. And I'm like, I kind of like that, because I think you're bringing in more light into that tunnel that's coming in, probably at the center of the home. You would think so, yeah, like for sure. I'm assuming it's that like you're bringing in more style, light. Uh, the lantern-style roofs they used to make, where it was just, but they would only put the glass around the edges. I know, but the now adding a skylight yeah, on top, yeah, yeah. So, it, it makes sense because yeah, now no, you can look up and I see. I one of those, yeah. But then if you get sun setting or sun rising and it's coming through the side yeah. of the windows that you have at the side on all four sides, yeah. it adds more glow to it, which mm-hmm. actually adds to your Well, health, it's right? going to add your, to the length of your day, I yeah, would think. Yeah, that's what, what I, I mean? would yeah, think. So I don't think it would make it more brighter. It would just start your day earlier and it would end it later, right? So I always like that. Whenever yeah. I drive by, I'm like, that's the only part of that house that I like. Which is, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense because I'm yeah, like, because yeah. I know what it looks like on the inside. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know what it feels like on yeah, the inside. Yeah, so it's just, that's the only one I've ever seen. Most of the time it's just roof lines and then yeah, skylights. Yeah. But then we go back to the Europe's homes where you're getting a lot of the balcony skylights, right? Yeah, yeah. Which Fackrell's big on as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I do a ton of those things. Yeah, I've done a ton down. People love those things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Are they Cab- all Cabrio, manually know. opened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you want to physically get it in place and then yeah, set yeah. it so up, Yeah, so basically right? you pop the top open and then the bottom rails come out, right? So, um, you know, but they're really expensive, like, very expensive. How You're talking about a six thousand dollar window, right? So that's just for the unit. Just for the unit. Just for you. For me to go in and, and do there's it, construction you're at about involved. Eleven k. Yeah, for me yeah, to yeah. Do everything right. So, but you're getting you're getting an accessible dormer. Yeah, like you're basically, getting you're basically. getting a so, lot. But there's an easy way around it. Like to, to do it, it's um, the top of it is about sixty three to sixty five inches long by thirty seven across, and that does the top part that opens up. So that's the top sort of access your roof line. Yeah, um, you can buy just that unit. What I tell people is buy that unit, we'll install it at waist height, you pop it open, it's the same thing. And you're getting it for $1,000, $1,000 window instead. Hmm. Right? You don't need the balcony. Like you don't need the rails because you, if you install it at waist height, you, don't you need walk into it, it's, it's you don't the same effect. You're exactly. still outside. Right? Does, have your coffee, sense. have your smoke, whatever you want to do. And yeah. Yeah. So, it's, um, so I've done a lot like that. And that way there you can put two or three in a row and you know, it looks really nice. What's the biggest width? 
unit that they offer uh, for that i think is a 44 which is a monster so you're basically you're a double rafter at that point yeah, right which yeah, is good it's but that's huge like it's Isn't so that heavy, heavy to lift up was that it's heavy to lift up no 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 because it's all hydraulic like it's hydraulic so w- once you click it into place like it's heavy at first because it's not engaged once you engage it then you can pick it up and put it wherever you want like it'll stay wherever you want it to stay so. are you a fan patrick of the tunnels the sun tunnels they, yeah they're, they're all right you know the, the they just keep switching up their designs, so I don't like the newest design they got out right now. I like the last design they had. So, um, a why lot do they all have like a frosted white cover housing plate? Well, that there's just for it's just to distribute the light. So that I know, but it, it makes it look like it makes it look like a light, like it, a fluorescent light. Yeah, it makes light. it look like yeah. a really cheap, does, basic but, light from the. But big if box you store. left it clear, then you would look up at a bunch of jagged metal. Yeah, so, you know, you, six of one half dozen the other, right? It's like. You know, so they do have they do have different adapters where you can get like the eyeball shaped pieces put onto yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, d- d- different different lenses for it. So, um, just depends on the company you go with. Like I said, I always like I, I get it. I get the convenience of it. It's a lot faster to install. You can. Oh well, no, I just like it for like the roof. I would never ever put it in like say a big grand entrance or anything. No, like that. you know, you, it's for like a a lo- upstairs laundry room or an upstairs walk-in closet, bathroom, something where it's the center of the house. Because they do, they bring in a ton of light. Yeah. But, you know, if you got a bathroom in the center of the house, you don't want to be spending 10 grand to put a skylight in. I wouldn't. You know, who, who's going to... If you got a bathtub in that bathroom? Yeah, well, maybe. And you want to look up? <laughs> but you could. But it just depends on the house, too. Like, the newer houses, the, the attic space is so tall. You can go in there, you know, some of them are 20 feet, right? So... You know how they have, um, here in Canada, they have the inner guide rating yep. when you buy an appliance and it tells you exactly That's what right. the power consumption is or what it potentially yep. is going to consume when it's being operated i think there should be like a mental health guide on all construction products and i think there should be on the skylights like this is what's going to change your mental health as yeah, a result yeah. of well, i, I don't day. think it's really gauzeable no it's not but i mean, yeah. I mean i'm yeah, being yeah. kind of sarcastic yeah, about yeah, it yeah. where i'm like thinking that homeowners should start prioritizing their their purchases sort of yeah, yes, and absolutely. understand that there's value yeah. in getting these units yeah, yeah. because of the health factors. Associated. Yeah. It's not, it's not the dollar value. It's not the dollar value. Time. Exactly. Everybody's looking at the dollar value and you shouldn't look at the dollar. But value. that's the it thing be, is that once you start yeah. talking the word, once you say the word skylight, yeah, everyone starts thinking, well, we're not that wealthy and we don't live in a wealthy neighborhood. Yeah. But that's not what a skylight is. That's yeah. not what we're trying to uh, yeah. communicate with you. Right. Yeah. We're trying to explain to you that, there's purpose behind these units that yeah. you, you should see the benefit behind. And it's not until you actually try it yeah. and experience it that you realize that there's a lot of purpose behind this. Yeah. That, well, I, I get where people are coming from because a lot of people are buying off of like cookie cutter homes, like the big builders that are building these big giant subdivisions. They charge an arm and a leg for to put a scout in. Like, I like can imagine. probably triple what I would do to come in afterwards and demo it and put it in and plaster it all, do it all up hmm. at least triple. Right. So it's like, I, I get where they're getting their dollars from, but you know, and I, I get where the builders coming from too. Is that they got all the different trades where we we do it all in house. You know, we do everything except for paint, basically, right? So, um, so you take it right to paint. We take it right to paint, right? So yeah, we, well, we take it to paint and then you know, touch up some paint. I always say touch up some paint because there's always the little nicks or yeah, you know, those once you get the primer and paint on there, it's like, oh, what about this? What about that? I was like, listen, you know, it, it's sunlight. You, you just it's. You got to be perfect. Well, it's for it's the one camera that everyone starts yeah, to see. Sunlight's hitting it. It's, it's a certain you catch way. Everything right. So, what's the biggest unit you ever installed? Um, well, we did the Buds dealership here, just down the road here. Buds um, Jaguar, yeah, dealership. Okay. So those units were you can probably pull it up on the one of my sites there, but 
Um, the openings were 80 feet by 10 feet, and we had six of them. And so, yeah, six, six 80 six. feet by 10 feet. So then they were how? how and big? the units were 300 pounds a piece at, you know, four feet or three and a half feet by 10 feet. Those Holy are how big the units were. Wow. So it was uh, 300 was, pounds each. It was a good, it was a good. You're craning them in. Yeah, we're, no, we were lifting them in. We craned them on the li- roof. We lifted them in. And you, well, we, we, what we did, we shouldn't say we lifted them in. We lifted them over to the gantry crane. So we had a gantry crane. That yeah, 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 forth, yeah, right? yeah. So, and, um, you know, and then we just had like a little, you know, like a mortar jacket, like a hoist to go up and down with, right? So you know, that was one of the first modular systems done in Canada for VLUX. So VLUX side by side, they're all. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, you find the center, you start there, and you work your way this way, right? So it, it turned out fabulous. Like a, I haven't done those modular kits where you're connecting them side by side. There, now, there's something, man. Like I said, it's a, the, the first the way it's designed opening, it took us a week to do. The last 80 foot opening, it was one day done. One that day. That makes sense. Like, like it's just a, it's a matter of clicking it together and it's a puzzle. That's all it is, you know. And of course, the first time you do the puzzle, it's like, oh shit, we, we missed a part. Take the whole thing apart, you know, let's do it again. So. Because there's all these components attached yeah, to it. Oh, right? well, yeah. It comes you in, have to put them in it or came, else they're going to leak. Like, the skylights came in two 18-wheeler truckloads, and then the flashings came in three, like pieces and pieces and pieces of flashings. We like, oh, all pre-cut, all set up, and they oh, just yeah, go like right when, Once we realized where everything had to go, it was like, okay, we're okay now. But like when you're looking at it, it's intimidating. Like, we get a lot of calls from roofers where, you know, usually you just get a blueprint, like you would know, just a square on the roof saying skylight. Yep. That's so the it. roof would say, okay, you yeah, figure okay, well, it out. in 500 yep. bucks or whatever that's got it. Then the transport truck rolls in with the skylights on, and then they're looking at it like, we're not doing that. You know what I mean? And it's like, then I get a call, like, oh, my God, we got to get this here done. Can you do it? It's like, sure can. Be over tomorrow. <laughs> because people who haven't done it or not experienced it, they, no, won't, they of course, won't know no, he's how done to it. Do it. And they don't want the responsibility when no. they get a phone call going, listen, Yeah, it's and they should really, you know, they it's should really uh, let the roofer know that. <laughs> you know? And there's some ba- basic roofing Experience that you need to be attached to installing skylights, yeah. man. Like yeah, like you, I said, it's just, um, you don't even need to be, like, I never started as a roofer. I didn't do any roofing before I did skylights. So yeah. But well, no, I'm saying the basics regarding flashing and, oh yeah, and yeah. putting, you know, like, uh, toothing in or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. asphalt shingles yeah. back into place, like, you yeah. know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's all the steps, like I say, it's just the thoughts. Well, my old boss used to say, you know, shit, shit flows downhill. It's yeah. just like make sure that it's overlapped that way, right? Yeah, so, yeah that's it. Um, Start from the bottom, work your way down. Once you get it down to a science, it's it's so just mundane and easy. That's why I like getting into the bigger stuff. And I, I do a little bit st- stuff out of the box that you're not really supposed to do. You know, and the guys at Velux or the guys at wherever will be like, oh, I wouldn't really recommend that. Or, you know, Pat Piazzi will be telling me that, you know, I'm not going to fix that, but he never has yet. So we're doing okay. <laughs> In, I mean, you're almost at a quarter century installing skylights, and I just don't. Um, what is the warranty associated with all the brands? Like, uh, what do we, they offer? Basically, we give a ten year warranty on all our workmanship. Okay. Um, the Scottic, the glass is usually warrantied for twenty. So the seals and the glass that that jumped up since I've started doing it. Cause it used to be ten. Can you change uh, the glass of a unit, or you have to change oh yeah, the whole yeah, unit? Yeah, you can change. So the you glass. can change the glass. You can stuff. change the glass of a unit as long as it's within a certain time frame, right? So. Like, because every five or ten years, they change the design of the skylight. Like, I'm, I'm speaking through Velux. Specs-wise, you're talking about size? What's that? Size-wise, they change the sizes? No, they keep the no, same no, size. No, no, just in design, so the flask will change, or the capping, or the, the profile will change, so it'll go lower or higher. Got it. You know, so, and the glass will change, too, because they got to keep up with that energy star rating, right? So, 
and they always want to stay ahead a little bit. I, I go up every year just to inspect it because I'm just curious, right? And yeah. um, paint and finishing, and it doesn't fade. It doesn't oh, no, chip. Oh, no, it's all baked down there, it man. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't crack. It doesn't, like, it doesn't. And you, you're just, like, kind of surprised because it gets full sun. Yeah. And it would get full hail, full rain, oh, yeah. full wind, yeah. full everything. Yeah. It's there's nothing protecting it. It's completely exposed. Yeah, the only thing I've ever seen is like um, the odd time. You know, you get a few little dings from the hail, like a really hard hail story. If it's hard enough, a couple yeah. little. Dings. And if you got trees that but are large enough like, next like to it the, to break the glass, it's hard. Yeah, it's like I have a hard time breaking the old glass when I'm trying. I got a job to bust the stuff up, right? You know, so it's, that was um, my question. Is like uh, in almost twenty five years, have you already started to replace some units? Because they started to show some age and they need to be upgraded or no. not yet. Not yet, right? No. no. But that might have well, happened. Well, like I said, it's just, you know, I don't know because, you know, people move, people change houses. You know, I don't know if it's the same clients. Yeah, I, who stays in their home for 25 years you know, these yeah, days, yeah, right? That's just it, right? So <laughs> yeah. That's it, so. No, and that's the whole point. That's why I, I just, whenever I have a client, I have a conversation with them about it. There's so many positives attached to it that it doesn't make any sense the only negative would be price wise yeah that's all it is it is an expensive unit but then again like look at the units you're looking at look what the cost of your front doors look what the cost of garage doors are becoming everything everything everything, now. everything is through the roof so it's like it's why just, can't you justify that for for a healthy piece of glass yeah. that's going on your roof right yeah yeah that's it but but at the same time you're, you're right with the whole the pricing on the well on the upgrades we should say the the upgrade prices it's really upgraded like it's just I, I don't see the, the money there, but it's... CCS Engineering and Construction for everything. From dental and medical office renovations to commercial construction and complete home remodeling, they do it all. CCS has in-house experts that will make your next project feel effortless. Their streamlined process ensures efficiency and outstanding project quality. From your initial design to your final vision, CCS will see your project through from start to finish. CCS serves clients across Ontario... Join the growing CCS family today. Visit ccsengcon.com or call 226-499-2CCS to schedule a consultation. CCS Engineering Construction for everything. But I would put it in my house at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, I'd be putting that unit in my house. I, I can complain about it all I want, but, you know, it's just, it, it, that's what I would do. I know HVAC sometimes, depending on the install and depending on the home, it, there becomes an HVAC conversation with yeah. certain skylights that are being installed that are heavily tunneled. And yeah. when I say that, I mean like if you got such a pitch roof yeah. and you don't, you can't vault it, you can't open it, you yeah. need to stay in the parameters of yeah. the, the roof rafter distances. So now you got to talk about bringing air out there and bringing heat out there because then you'll form condensation, which yeah. will. Uh, all the, easiest, sudden, the easiest way around it without getting into, you know, talking to people and getting plans that were drawn up, usually we'll, we'll, plop in like a cold air return and we'll run it to the yep. cold air return system just to get the air circulating you yep. get that stale air up there and that's when you're that's why yeah. you know so yeah so that does what we do usually on a regular basis just on a regular installs just to make sure we get a little bit of airflow unless it's an opening unit of course where they can just pop it open and stuff like that so but i mean how many owners do know this the What's homeowners that? they don't know it right nobody knows no, everybody knows to be like, oh, crazy. Yeah, we're, I know. Gonna, we're gonna stick a vent up there. We're gonna run it through the cold air return and this wall plate here. We're gonna cut it open and whatever else. And like, what? What are you talking about? See, I've <laughs> seen it. It was like a cause and effect. It was during a build that I was doing, and yeah. um, we had one of those tunnels because you know the clients asked for one yeah. in their in their, in one room in particular, and it was high. It was probably ten to eleven feet high, two feet yeah. wide, and it was probably by the length of it. We were able yeah. to scope it out. Yeah. But during construction. 
we started seeing condensation. We started seeing water droplets on the floor, right? Subfloor, the, the yeah, plywood. Yeah. And we're like, where's this water coming from? There's yeah. no way the roof is leaking, right? Yeah. Then then I decided, okay, well, let me go up to the skylight, which take a extension ladder and get up there. And you you noticeably did realize that you can see, you can feel the temperature difference as well, you were exactly. getting up. Yeah. And then once you got up there, there was a huge amount of difference. And then you started seeing the condensation forming yeah. on the bottom of the glass. So it's like the air was stale up there. You needed to circulate. That, that's when the first conversation I had about HVAC and yeah. circulation of air and everything everything that you have to do that otherwise this eventually is going to well, fail. That, a lot of times they'll make you depending on the size of the tunnels like i've made tunnels the size of the ceiling before right so i've made huge tunnels like they've made them upgrade their whole hvac system because it's yeah. basically you're putting in volume a room. now it's a whole new room yeah exactly and you, know, and you have to heat that now yeah, you got to heat it and heat it cool, cool it, it, cool it whatever else right yeah and not only that they heat it and cool it you get really cool it because you're bringing so much more heat in like through the glass right so if you got a tunnel that big and it's all glass it's Glass is as good as it gets. It's it's not as good as two feet of insulation, right? No, so, no. you know, you're going to notice a difference. The easiest sell is always if you're speaking to a European. Yeah. It's it's just, they get it. Yeah. They understand it. Yeah. It's always a harder sell to sell it to Canadians or Americans here because yeah. they don't really, they're more about the big box and the big large windows at the back of the house mm -hmm. that's showcasing the family and the living room and the kitchen area. Yeah, yeah. But they're not realizing that there's a missed opportunity when you've got an open area for the staircase or the hallway or yeah. the center mount or whatever that you can bring in so much more daylight coming in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you seeing more people? I never wanted to, I didn't want this, the blind attachments. Are oh, you yeah. seeing people wanting that? A lot, a lot of them do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So they want to close down the sun coming in the house at certain times of the day. Yeah. Well, just, you know, I, I only recommend it, you know, it was like a south facing, south facing or west facing where you get direct light. Yeah. You get them hot days. If you're not going to put an opening unit in, it's gonna get That's different. it's gonna get dog hot it, in there, yeah, man. Like, it it's will, gonna get crazy yeah. hot. Even if you go with the upgraded glass, it gets warm, like really warm. So um that's the only time I really recommend it. Or, you know, obviously if it's in a bedroom, you're gonna want something just to close over. Um, but at the same time then you you run into the same condensation issue because a lot of people they'll close it and they don't open it for uh, two weeks in the middle of winter and then the water droplets all over your thing and you you got condensation everywhere. Because you got that extra airspace, right? So it's just, um, it's just problems that you run into where you shouldn't, you don't need to have them. Do you know where's one place that I think I'm considering it, but I think homeowners should consider it? Um, garages. Oh yeah. And the reason why it's more about the air mm -hmm. than the light, mm -hmm. and because we know this for a yeah. fact. Well, just, just le leaving the cars running and stuff like that, like it's just boom. Well, it's that too. It's also the hot summer days. A garage is like it becomes an oven. It's an attic, basically. Right? That's yeah. That's all it is, an attic. So right? it, it just yeah. it gets extremely hot in there. Yeah. And so it's like if you had one vented skylight in there and you opened it up during those hot summer days, you're going to let all this oh, air yeah, that, You leave it open all the time. It's a garage, right? Like it's just pff, leave it open. That's what just I would fresh do. fresh air going through, yeah. right? Yeah. It's simple enough. So I, I, that's why I definitely would think that it's worth it to throw yeah. in a vented. And right? not only that, you just, you know, obviously when your doors are closed, you got light all the time. But I guess right. the homeowners are going to have this mindset of like, well, we open up the garage door once or twice a day. Oh, and that's yeah, I know. That's Opening and closing it like a bat cave is yeah. one thing. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. letting air yeah, circulate yeah, in it. the unit. Yeah. Having an opening two foot by four foot or whatever it is and having yeah. that constantly open, yeah. then you're circulating air through that place, yeah. right? Yeah, like my, my garage's doors open all, all day long. Like if I'm around the house, it's open. 
I'm not walking into that thing. It's uh, so hot. Like it's just no, no, it's my, <laughs> because I don't. Because uh, I guess these days, well, at the start of the show, we talked about you, your car being stolen. So yeah, it's yeah. like people are being too ballsy these days, where they could just literally walk onto a property and go. They on, are mm. something else. Bro. Like I, I, I've seen videos, and I'm sh- like, I'm seeing people just test doorknobs, and I'm like, because a lot of people have this mindset is they don't even lock their doors. Yeah. So it's like if some stranger comes along and just tests a doorknob, then they can walk right in. And it could have been a homeowner that was just like, I'll go to the grocery store for five minutes and grab something yeah, yeah. real quick. Yeah. I don't have to lock up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's an opportunity for someone to come in. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. the garage yeah. doors, like you always, and then I also see these videos where people, it's easy to break into a garage door, which oh, yeah. I got, I got a big bone to pick, right? Because yeah, I, yeah. that chain, right? It's easy yeah, to yeah, yeah. slip in a coat <laughs> hanger and pull it. Yeah, that's side you, garage door. Yeah. That's, so that's the way, like, and that's the ticket for sure. Man. Yeah. It's just so, insane. You know, right? That's one of the big things I get asked a lot too is, you know, oh, what about burglars and stuff with the skylights coming in? It's like, Listen, you're going to hear the ladder. What I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to come in through any one of your windows or doors. I'm not going to set up a ladder, crawl around on your roof, try to get into this thing. It's like, don't it worry. It don't worry about it. They're not coming happening. from the top. Unless it's me coming <laughs> and I know how to get in. Like, it's just, it ain't happening. <laughs> They're going to find an easier spot yeah, exactly. on the ground yeah, level no, to get that. in. I can't see anybody. And besides, in the middle of the night, you're on the top floor. Yeah. So yeah. why would you want to be breaking in on the top floor yeah. and make all your noise there? You want to be on the main floor. Yeah, Here we right. are on the show teaching people how to break yeah. into people's <laughs> homes, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like you go from the bottom floor, man. You yeah, never go from it. the skylight. That's it, man. My biggest worry is like when you do hear the critters run around the roof. Yeah. I, I wonder if these, because I think that animals are a lot like, uh, you know, animation animals where yeah, they have yeah. these conversations going, hey, there's a skylight there. Yeah, we, yeah, it's, just, it's just a screen. It's yeah, just we've a screen. We've got to make a movie or something, We've man. got claws. I'll do the animation. <laughs> it's like, I could just cut open this screen and yeah. I can, but what's the point of getting yeah. into the house? Now you got to drop down this hole and then hopefully oh, make shit, it. Oh, shit, no shit. We got a, a raccoon got caught in one of them because it hit the freaking rain sensor. So... They get and called. he got stuck. They get because it doesn't stop. Like, Once it's closing, it doesn't uh, stop. Doesn't stop. Keeps keeps pushing it got, down. It. it got so pinned? this little guy's just squirming <laughs> in there, right? So they call a guy from Villas Pat. He, he goes over and they, they open the guy up. He drops inside the house. So he falls inside the house because his body was like it's inside. His head sticking out, and then freaking this. Rabbit raccoon just running <laughs> through the house like a bat out of hell. <laughs> see, now you got me all paranoid thinking the raccoon's going to try to get oh in there, God, right? Man, I would have shit to see that, though. Oh, that'd be funny. So he touched the sensor, yeah. and all of a sudden he's Oh, stuck. my God, so funny. He was probably standing right over at the midway point, and he's yeah. hearing the sound of it closing, and he's like, where's that sound coming from? Oh, yeah, it's probably right on the, Not it's realizing right on the screen, that it's, right? It's and a guillotine coming. probably pushed him through the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the only fear I have. Yeah. About, I've never had a fear. And that's the biggest fear you got. You're out right, man. Little raccoon or squirrel coming in, you big chicken. And you wake up and you see these beady eyes just looking at you going, what the hell are you doing in here, man? How'd you get in here? Yeah, yeah, really. Skylight shit. Skylight, man. What are you talking about? But there's too many benefits, and it's just like, I think you've you, you perfected a system now. How you go in there, you know exactly the size. Yeah. You know what's involved regarding reframing, That's right. and then the finished trim, and then you install the unit, all the weatherproofing, and then all the yeah. you know rebuild the roof, rebuild the interior. That's it. And that's, that's it. it. And that, that's the biggest part. Like it's it's, it's the structure. And anytime I'm looking for somebody, I don't care about the roofing part. It's so easy to teach somebody how to do the flashing aspect of the skylight for a residential skylight. Like these commercial ones is a little bit different. Um, but the residential, it's, it's very, very simple. I'd much rather have a guy that knows the logistics of cutting something out and bracing it up, making sure it doesn't sag, resupporting it, and, you know, being able to walk away and not have it go, whoop, you know, cave in or whatever. So You've been your share of addicts. Like, 
are you seeing attics that are just poorly designed and poorly built and there's not enough? I think they're all poorly designed now. It's just because it, it, you walk in and there's 22 feet. How bad are the rafter spacing? Are we still kind of containing? Are they good? The framing's good or no? no? The framing's not bad, like I said. But the, the but it bows sometimes. It goes on an angle on the bottom by the time it gets to the drywall. Yeah, but the seal. problem is with the 24-inch center, you got a coat of 3-8 plywood. I'm 200 pounds. And then when I got all my gear on, no if sense. I step on one that's on, on the joint, it's, a, it's bouncing. Like, it's trampoline roofing. Oh, man, it's, it's trampoline a roofing. Like it's a paper. Yeah. It's just like paper, man. So, like I said, anytime you get any kind of branch, anything coming through, it's coming through your roof. The strongest thing on there is skylight. Yeah, if you so think about it, it's three, it's three eighths OSB. Yeah, and then it's two layers of asphalt shingles. That's it. The shingles are just as strong as the plywood. That's it. You know, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's not you a know, lot. Like, well, the thing is, when you're you're hitting your your roofing nails in, it's just bouncing off of the like you can't even get a roofing nailing. It's just bouncing off of this. This material, so so whatever true. they want to call it, I don't know what they want to call it anymore. Yeah, yeah it's so true. It's, um, well, don't yeah. worry. The three eighths OSB actually becomes half inch because when it's exposed <laughs> to the elements, <laughs> when it absorbs all the water, it absorbs all the water. It expands <laughs> to half inch. It becomes, you know, oh okay, yeah, okay. it oh. becomes ten mil. That don't makes me feel way that. better. No, totally. That's the OSB <laughs> manufacturers. They know that for a fact. Oh, it yeah. has to sit in Mother Nature for about a month, and then it becomes half yeah, inch. Yeah. At that you got to give it. You got to give it two, two months of uh, moisturizing. <laughs> That's construction for you. Everything's getting thinner material wise yeah, and it's, that's it's, how they benefit it's um yeah and they, they say it's stronger and stronger and stronger. man i'll take a hand cut house any day of the week any day of the week i'll take a hand cut house. diagonal planks on it you know, like three quarter planks yeah. but actually it was true one inch planks true true one inch planks or even three quarter inch planks it's just all better it's all better it's just you know the best thing you could probably do is just resheathe if you're going to redo your roof i guess resheathe the roof no, like a newer, uh, a newer house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, right? like, tell them to stay. Just yeah. leave what's on there. Stick a half inch on top of it. But I mean, in all fairness, well, I don't know about the code for like subdivision or track building, yeah. but a lot of the custom homes, like you're st you're starting to see a lot of five eighths plywood yeah. TNG, not yeah. using the H clips anymore. Yeah. So that gone are those days of that expandable OSB three eighths half yeah. inch with yeah. the H clips on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is just a shit show. Yeah. Like that makes no. That's like I guess their their thought process. You're only gonna have snow on there. Yeah. Yeah, but you're gonna have snow. You're gonna have a service tech. You're gonna have either mechanical fireplace yeah. uh, terminations coming out there, yeah. and you install sky skylights. You're gonna have that. Usually, when you finish installing a skylight, that's usually the strongest part of the roof. Oh yeah. Because yeah. the reframing alone that you have to do. Yeah, it's much stronger than what much it was. Stronger. And, you know, I'm going in. Well, it's all trusses, two by fours, two by six at most. Yeah, you know, for for your base, no, it's always trust for engineers. You know, then you're going in with two by twelves. Yeah, you know, going wall to wall, doubling and tripling it up, or LVLs depending on the length of it, right? So it's just, um, it's always stronger, always stronger. I guess it's always easier for you if it's a flat roof and there's a parapet, and then you're just dropping all these uh, curb mount units, right? Yeah, so it, like I said, it doesn't really matter to us. Like I said, okay, it's, it's, it's unit to unit. Simple. Like we, we we go and we we do the framing first, and we just have it down to a science where we get our we get our ceiling framed in a roof framed in and then we just put a couple of sticks up to support it because the, the ceiling supports everything and then i can chop the hole throw a guy on the roof he's doing the sky while i'm framing and it's just it's just like clockwork right so it's just it's pretty quick yeah anything else you would do outside of skylights nope. no this is it this is it you got an assistant like how many, what i do <laughs> how, how many people you got working with you uh well i had four at a point and right now i'm just down to two so it's just um yeah it's not a one-man business What's that? It's not a one-man shop. You can't. No, no. Like I said, well, it's sometimes I'm the one-man shop, but it's just it's 
just depends. Like I said, it's hard. It's hard to do it one man, one man show. So, um, and that's kind of like with the Lamelock stuff. I'm trying to get into doing the bigger commercial stuff and doing it, you know, kind of coast to coast, and you know, dealing with more of say unionized labor or whatever I need to do. I'll go in and do the job. Yeah. But it was just for me doing the job. I'll bring in a work crew, and you know, like this stuff is all like puzzles, right? So it's just yeah, yeah. Hey, this all goes like this. Okay, let, let's get this done and that's it. Move on. So. There's there's um there's a few things that I don't like seeing at the big box stores, mm-hmm. and I don't like that there's a skylight section yeah. at the big box store. Yeah, because I definitely don't think. Well, that's where you're getting the bad name. It's not a DIY project. Yeah, I don't care right. what the TV shows tell you. Yeah. Uh, homeowners that want to give it a try and they saw a Pinterest board or some crap like that, um, and you want to get on the roof and you want to buy a unit and you want to save all these dollars and all this yeah. other crap. You're being a stupid homeowner. You yes. should hire a professional if, to get on the yes. roof to take care Especially of Especially if you're not used to being on a roof for a, at all. Like, you shouldn't be on the roof tall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even care if you're going up to clean the gutters. Like, just hire somebody. Yeah. You know what? You're going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. You know, and for what? You know, and, th- and it's always... You're the, saving a few it's dollars. It's always the fancy, the, the fancy pictures they see that they want to build, right? It's like, oh, well, I'll build that. It's like... For over 30 years, Techno Metal Post Vision and Goal has been to revolutionize the construction industry. And today, they are proud to say that they have achieved this. Their dreams drove them to design, innovate, and build reliable products, develop leading-edge installation equipment, as well as train and certify professional installers just like you. Techno Metal Post products are used throughout the world. They do the research, the evidence is there, and testimonials have shown that their helical piles have become a standard in the building industry. Many customers and contractors have already adopted our technology, and for them, it would be impractical to do it any differently. Reach out to them at www.technometalpost.com for your next project. Okay. (laughs) It's one product, though, that I see in the aisles there, and I'm like, this does not belong here. It should not be an option for homeowners. Yeah. And I really, because it, it gives them a, a misunderstanding of what it's really involved in here. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, none of that. And then at the end of the day, those are the ones that you're hearing the horror stories about, right? It's uh, And you're right. Like you just said. Joe, Joe Pop. That's put one giving in and the industry like the hell. bad name at that point, that's right? right. Just, you should hire somebody professionally that knows yeah. how to reframe, that yeah. knows how to properly that's right. reseal it. Yeah. And then put the shingles back on and that's then it. finish it, right? Yeah. Or if they want to finish it, by all means, you can finish it. Oh, I love Do your it. Pinterest yeah. board on the inside. Yeah. Put your board and batten or your yeah. your shiplap pallet wood or whatever. Do whatever you want on on the tunnel part of it. Doesn't matter. But but the structural component and the install component of it, yeah. and and if it's got a power assisted to it, then the power component as well. Yeah. Like that, that should be all done by professionals, right? That's right. I think so too. Yeah, hundred percent. But you know, said, but like I said, TV it's, uh, and big box it all stores comes down will to teach money, people. Right? It's, just, yeah. it's a money thing. So because they look at it like, oh, we could do it ourselves because basically it costs a certain amount to install it. But yeah. there's a reason why you need a professional to do that, that's right? right? That's right. Yeah, so and it's just. There's so many components where, you know, like I'll take care of, like I took electrical as a trade when I was going to trade school. So I'll take care of like pot lights if it's running off a series off of a light that's yeah. already there. So I'll yeah. take care of that. Um, if there's anything, sometimes I go in there, there'll be a hundred wires running through our area, right? It's like, all right, well this, you're calling somebody in. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah, touching any of this. And, yeah. You know, so it's just, if it gets too complicated, I don't. You know, but powering one—that's simple enough to do it, right? To take What's care that? of it, powering one unit to run one line. But if you well, find, yeah, yeah. if you find a spaghetti nest, yeah, and everyone well, left right, it that, you find them, and then you know you got twelve morets, you got uh, you know twenty-five wires in one box. It's like, man, this don't look right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, and you know, half of that's a homeowner too, right? It's just, you know, it just looks. If it looks 
way too cagey, then it's just it's probably just somebody up there just putting stuff together, right? So, so future wise, though, Patrick, what are you seeing coming down the pipe with skylights in the next ten years or so? Like, what are you? Are we going to get bigger, much bigger units? I think much bigger units because like these are modular ones here. I've been putting them in residential homes a lot lately, like a lot. So, and these are expensive units. Like to buy like even a setup that's ten feet by say. 30 feet, you're looking at 20, 30 grand just for windows, right? So it's... I don't doubt it. So, and then and then you got cranes, and then you got, you know, like this here, I get all lifted in now. Like, obviously, when we had 300 units to do over at Bud's, I wasn't lifting in each one separately because it would have cost a fortune. Yeah. You know, so we just got one of them cranes and wheel it back and forth. But, um, like, if it's at a house, we can go in and get, like, one done. It's done one day, right? So... I like the uh, the units that you can actually put at the peak of a roof, right? Yeah. Where you're getting a unit on either side of yeah. it, right? Yeah, and you can do that with these. That's ones. what you can yeah. do. You can do with these, but you, you can can't do it with any other there. menu. Well, there's only Velux, you can't. Columbia, you can't. Or Columbia, you can? No. Uh, you can. Like, I, I can with anything almost. It just depends on how I frame it out, right? Yeah. Just, you know, I, I could do it with their, their curb-mounted system, you know, their deck-mounted system, but you're always going to have some sort of ridge lines and stuff like that. But like with this system here, it would come basically as a mock-up roof where we just go, okay, you're going to frame up the outside edges. This is going to go whoop, plop down on yeah, top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. it, you know. Yeah. But you're still going to have, you know, you're still going to have your, like, your supports and stuff running through it. So, um, but it's very cool. Like I said, they, these things are, these it's are all aluminum extrusion, man. These things are heavy duty, man. You could totally walk on it. I'm telling you that right now, but those are tough units. Yeah. But even the smaller units, like if you go four by four from them, they're pretty pricey. Uh, no, no, they're comparable. Like I said, it's comparable yeah. to everybody else's. I don't even like know I what said, it I is think, now. What's like the I'm four sure, by four I'm unit sure they all own each other because it's like, it's, it's all so comparable. They probably talk to each Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's, so it's then what are you so going comparable. in the market it's with? Like, it's like, this you're not really going. saving a whole bunch. It's like, I can go with this here. Unless you're going with like a really, really cheap guy. And I'm not going to say any names, but, um, you know, if you go to a real cheap guy with a, it's all plastic and the plastic welds are going to break out and whatever else, you know, those ones are, you're talking $50. Difference. It's like, you know what? Get the what's better the one. What's the point? Get the yeah. better one. It's like, what's the point? You know, and, and those are the ones I'm talking about, like, in 10 years' time, you're going to be fixing them. Whereas, you know, with all your big name brands and you're just... What's this gray called? Because I noticed that no units are black. Nope. Sometimes they had brown. They had brown going for a little while. Yep. But then they all... I'm not exactly sure. That I would go with a charcoal gray on that. But Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, the majority exactly. now, people are mostly going this kind of yeah. tone. This, yeah, because I know like tone. even the, the, v, the new Velux is similar to that color. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, very similar to that color. Um, so, yeah, it just depends. Um, these guys here, they'll make all your inside um, supports and stuff, like different colors, like white or whatever you want to go with. On the inside yeah, track yeah, of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So if you've got a color to match on the inside. So, yeah. All right, man. What else? I think we covered a lot, but is there anything else that I missed? No, man. No, we're good. Like I said, you can install year round, right? You don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I install year I mean, round. Not not snowstorm or not uh, rainstorm. Yeah, well, or whatever. not snowstorm. But like I said, if I'm doing a full install, I'm on the roof for maybe three hours, so yeah. I can kind of pick it. So I'll go up and I'll tarp it off first dim there, and then the heat from the house melts off the roof while I'm working on the framing, right? So and these I kind of putter away at it, like in the winter time, not gone home. I'm just like, let's just take our time, and you know we'll get a payday and then you know we'll move on to the next one but you know how summer is it's just guns a blaze and it's just you can't get them done fast enough so do they or all of them or am i wrong on that are they offering training no they're not trying they're offering like pk classes right they're teaching you about the product yep yeah they do offering. teach about the product so like yeah. i said that their qr will 
show you a lot of the stuff that they do. Yeah. Um, uh, Vlux that they have their seminars, but it's only it's not for like it's for companies. No, it's for trades yeah. people. Yeah, 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 for, for yeah. people, right? So, um, but it, it's very minimal at best. We'll say you know it's just it's basically for the flashing aspect of it to show you the steps of the flashing and how that there goes. Like, like to 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 say you're a skylight one on one roofer, a skylight expert. Yeah, yeah, it's more yeah. for a roofing guy to yeah. help roofing guys out because like I do a lot of work where roofers will just call me in. And just say, you know, we got four skylights. Can you come in and do them for us? They don't want to do them. They'll get me to do them for them. So why great. don't they want to do them? That, that's what leaks. But they do <laughs> flashing around uh, chimneys. They do yeah, flashing I around. Know, I know. I know. I do it all parapets, the time. Like whatever. I do it all just, the time. Yeah. But a lot of the times that the the client will actually, they'll actually ask, them, you know, like certified in this or how long are we doing this or how long are we doing skylights? You know, because that's. It's usually like you said, they got the bad name, that's the leak point and you know. They got the bad name if it's a if it's improperly installed. That's right. That's as simple but, as that. But the thing is you only got to improperly install one and then you know, you got one mad person, you yeah, hear all about it. You yeah, got a hundred happy resonates. people, you don't hear anything. It right? just it's resonates just, from that point. It's just right? the way it is. So Listen, I'm a big fan. I mean, I see quality. Uh, I definitely would recommend that you spend the time and money uh, researching and, and paying for a quality unit. And mm -hmm. then, you know, that's going to last a long, long time. Yep. And me personally, I'm seeing one like it's easily going on 15 years now. Yeah. And there's no issues whatsoever yep. other than the screen being a little bit of dirty. But that's just from wind and all of a sudden the fall season where you get a little bit of leaves coming in. That's right. Uh, occasionally you have some paw prints on them from probably some yeah. raccoons <laughs> or from squirrels or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but that's the extent of it. Other than that, like I said, the paint has not been chipping, has not been cracking, it's not been no, fading. No. Well, not only that, like I said, with these are new ones going to the residential homes. There's no wood. There's no, it's metal, rubber, and glass. There's nothing that's, as long as it's put together benefits, right, you're good. Until you actually experience it, like you wake up, and you'll wake up healthier. Yeah. Like you'll wake up a lot. There's no, there's proven science that yeah. waking up with the sun yeah. is beneficial to you. Of course, you, of course. Right? That's, that's why the the cell phones are messing everybody up Yo. at night and whatever yeah. else, right? It's like my kids they don't go near their phones. You know, like after dinner, it's like you know you got one hour. That's it. Shut it down. You know, and, the, and then they get the blue light sensors and whatever else they got on these phones. Yeah, and that's why because it, it's giving you the false sense of daylight. Yeah, and that's why it's keeping everybody up. You know checking their phones, you know, every 45 it's minutes scary. they're waking up. It's scary yeah. these days, right? So if you can, in, and I would always recommend, like, uh, definitely in the hallway. Yeah. In the bathroom is a good idea. Yeah. Because you get ready in the morning. It's yeah. always better. And also, um, bedrooms is optional to do it. It's always great to have it. But then you in the bedrooms, like you said earlier, you might have to put blinds on it. Yeah. So then you can have black. I, I always love, like, the side split homes where you put them in the living rooms and stuff like that, where you get a, yeah. a lot of bang for your buck, yeah. right? So yeah. it really makes that, you know, house and a half seem a lot bigger right bigger. so um yeah no so it's it can go like i said almost anywhere but obviously you want it somewhere where it's beneficial i'm seeing this cross section here this foam part here yep and like what's that foam part there that's just the outside edge so this is the outside edge okay it's just insulation so it's like yeah Hang on a second, Mike. Yeah, we're not going to oh, hear a single thing from sorry. you. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it's just um, it's just to show the cutout of the insulation value of the of the actual unit. So um, I will be posting up a few pictures on 
um, on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn there of this one and their, their, their other unit was really, really impressive, but it weighs a ton, but because they do the composites, they build up their own curves for the curb mounts. So it's, it's totally insulated. It's, and it clicks from the inside. So no screws get put into it. So once it pops down in place, it snaps into place with brackets from the inside. So there's, there's no holes in it. There's nothing. I got it. Yeah, it's okay, pretty cool. Makes sense. Yeah, it's really really neat. So, and it's it's something that's just you look at it and it's like, man, that's overbuilt. Like it's just it's way too much. But you know, I think it's just enough. It makes yeah, sense yeah. to do it that way. Yeah, yeah. You well, want, well, you know, you the, don't want any headaches. Well, on they're that, doing all right? the passive houses over there and like all the yeah, you know, the super greenhouses. So they're they've won tons of awards. I will always recommend skylights. I always like tell people to check them out and I always tell people to install them. It makes sense at at every single level. And then obviously hire a professional. I will always say hire a professional. Simple as that. Hire a professional. So yeah, well people ask me all the time when you come in just to do the skylight. It's like, I don't like to do it because you know, they they don't want you to drop a skylight in, but you don't know where it's going. You don't, you know, you got to start at your framing point in the room, right? You don't care where it is on the roof. Yeah. You're like, you know, you want this to be centered. So it's just, um, that's a question for you. Is there a certain restriction on how close you can get to a ridge or to a valley nope. with a skylight? Nope. You can get right no, to I the go, hi- highest right, point I of the ridge. I go right to it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and right. Well, to not, the, not to the highest point. Cause if you're at the highest point. Then you got your, your piece going through right there. One by six or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be chopping that out, but you also got um, your ridge cap asphalt shingles, right? So you probably yeah, want to yeah, well, tie that, that there together. And then that's yeah. just, it, it turns into, you know, whether you nail it or whether you cock them down or whatever. So it gets to be a pain when you're taking it apart because, you know, you're basically just making it look good because the flashing is going to be overlapping everything, right? So your top panel and overlapping onto the other side yeah. of the roof. Yeah. And then you got to cap it all. And so you want to have enough distance there that mother nature can react the way it's yeah, supposed to react right. around the yeah, unit, little, right? Yeah. You want to have it down a couple yeah. of inches. Right? And the other thing that we really didn't talk about, which I learned on the first install I ever did was um, vent stacks. And clearances on open vented skylights, right? So yes, in the OBC, too. right? Yeah. So I think I think as la- last time I checked was a minimum six foot. At, I, I would say at least, and I wouldn't. I like the smell out of these things sometimes. Like I'm up there working, and it's like well, man, because that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't want the thing. Like, yeah, I, like I, I you, you want don't it. want it to be close enough to yeah. that vent stack yeah. because if you open up the skylight, it could actually draw that vent stack ma- gas yeah. come back into oh, the yeah. house at that point. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's why I think it's. I got to double check. Someone can correct yeah. me, but I think it's six feet minimum, right? Yeah. But yeah. then again, if it's a fixed skylight, it's not applicable. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it right? wouldn't matter at all. These so are, like this like is I said, just what for we vented units. Yeah, like if you're in a bathroom doing one, what we do usually we'll just run, we'll run an elbow chop it over another 10 feet from wherever it is just to get it away from us Yeah. while we're working mainly. And then, you know, we just pop it back up through the yeah. roof, right? Because it's only vents, so, like it's only gas. Right? That's the only thing that you have to worry about is just that yeah. vent stack. That, and yeah. most homes, I guess, these days, if it's an average home, 2,500 square feet, you're probably going to have three vent stacks up there at some point. Yeah. So two to three, you'll yeah, have, you have two at least, which yeah. means that you have to be aware of it. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, That's it is. only if you're going vented unit. Yeah. You have to be aware yeah. of it. Right? And you usually, like I said, it's, it's, it's if you're near, if you're near, because they usually shoot it right up from the bathroom, right? So yep. if you're doing one in the bathroom, then you're kind of, kind of dealing with it. If you're doing one in the different bedrooms, you... I've, you, I've moved you, them. You, I've had to move them because I was like, no, this is a perfect spot for the light. It's going to yeah. stay right here. Yeah. That stack can move. Yeah. And then we just re-shingle that little section there. You're already shingling anyway. That's it. So you might as well just move the stack. It's not cool. that difficult, right? So we got to do the 12 questions here, Patrick. Patrick Snow here from Strictly Skylights, Canada, 905-981-5488. And reach him on his email at strictlyskylights at yahoo.ca. And find him on, uh, not Instagram, sorry, LinkedIn. What's your favorite construction word? 
Construction word. Word. Um, word. I don't know. You don't have a favorite construction word? I don't really have a favorite construction word. Um, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> What's your least favorite tool? Uh, the big hand, those big hammer drills they got. Those. Oh, the SDSs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got hooked with a piece of rebar once. I worked on the industrial smokestack, and it whipped around. I hooked a rebar, it whipped around, it hit me in the chin, and I'm up 300 feet, and it nearly knocked me out. <laughs> so I, I drifted it right off the roof or Whoa. off the off the scaffolding, and I, I got a little bit of trouble. But I was only a kid. <laughs> what construction sound do you love? Um, the sound I love. The lunch truck. That's, that sounds going to disappear one day. What's that? That sounds going to disappear one day. Oh, guaranteed, probably, I guess. They're far and few. Oh, really? It's a, it's a, I don't see many people taking those really? over. I have. I don't see many young people taking those over. No, I wouldn't think too so. Too many people are ordering Uber. Too many people are making their own food. I haven't I haven't ate from one in years now. I can't tell you the last time I had. I can't tell you the last time I had an overburnt, overheated veal sandwich from them. Because that was the only thing I would get from them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was always like it was the nostalgic. Right, that like when, when I was a kid, they would they would spot you. You know, if you're broke, it's like oh, his sandwich. You know, that and, and, and the metal sharpener. Those yeah. two sounds are going to be like the payphone. They're really, going to be gone. They're gonna, yeah. I, I'm yeah. going to say, ten years, man, a decade, yeah. they're gone. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think so. But what's your favorite beverage? Uh, rum and Coke. <laughs> Appleton. What's that? Appleton. I usually go with, uh, yeah, Appleton's pretty good. Appleton. Yeah, yeah I'm not overly fussy. <laughs> uh, what's the worst and best thing about construction? Um, not busy and too busy. It's true. It's and it's point. always the same. <laughs> it's just feast you, or famine. What's your favorite curse word? I don't. I don't do a lot of cursing. No. No. You don't have a favorite curse word. Okay, no worries. I just throw things. <laughs> What's your favorite vehicle in the entire world? Any favorite vehicle? I would go with the uh, the GT500. I like it. It's nice. Uh, what do you miss from your childhood? The um, freedom of not knowing what's coming and not, not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> Think, thinking it's all good. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day? I don't know. Maybe um, uh, I would go with. I'm not really sure. Motivational speaker. What profession would you not like to do? Plumber. <laughs> Last question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? What's that? What's that? If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? I'll be keeping your seat warm. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks so All much right. for finally getting on the show and yeah. talking some shop and talking some some products and stuff. That was great. Uh, keep up the good work, man. Yeah, sounds great, buddy. Thanks, for having thanks me. so much. I appreciate, I appreciate it, it, man. That's it. We're all done. Cool. Angelina, right, right here.